Yo, 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 what is going on? Everyone out there on the interwebs, my fellow focused business owners or soon to be focused business owners. Hope you guys are doing absolutely phenomenal. This is your guy, Yasin, coming at you guys with another podcast episode. And the title of this one is How You Are Underestimating the amount of effort it takes to grow your business. And the reason why this is pertinent is because I'm actually going through this right now personally in my own business as we're working right now on adding additional acquisition channels. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with those terms, what that means is that there are various different platforms on which you can acquire customers, okay? So you can pay Facebook in order to acquire customers, you can pay Instagram, there's paid traffic, right? That's a category of acquisition of clientele. Then you also have a different type of clientele that you can acquire and that can happen through outbound. And so outbound would be in the form of cold email, cold text messaging, uh, cold messenger, right? Cold outreaches on social media platforms. Another method of outreach could be something along of publishing, right? Something that's called earned media. So in the sense of by you publishing content out there on platforms like Facebook, like Instagram, like YouTube, even the form of a podcast, like the way that I'm recording right now, all of that is a method for you to put content out there so you can have a brand presence. And then all of those listeners would basically become inbound traffic. They would be interested in what it is that you have to offer. And then they would go to your website and then contact you accordingly, right? And so these are just three examples that I've given in terms of acquisition channels. There's others that exist out there like affiliates, there's others that exist out there like referrals and then there's obviously the holy grail of all acquisition which is owned traffic so owned traffic is things that you actually own like emails text messages those kinds of things and so you don't actually have to pay or uh, spend any, any amount of effort in order to acquire those clientele or get clients from there because you already own the emails and the phone numbers and so that's just a quick quick super super high level rundown of acquisition channels. But really what I want to talk about in today's podcast episode is the amount of effort that it actually takes in order to make a new acquisition channel work. And the reason why this is very pertinent is because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was basically saying that, hey, you know what? And he runs a local brick and mortar business. He's actually kind of in the uh, in the cupping space. So he kind of helps with uh, holistic medicine and those kinds of things. And so I was talking to him and he's like, hey, you know, I was like, yo, what, how's business? You know, what have you done for, uh, you know, acquiring new customers? How things, how's things going? How's, you know, things in the COVID time? And he said, hey, you know, uh, I tried I tried doing Facebook ads and they didn't work. And obviously, you know, I'm not somebody who's going to just go out and, you know, lecture anybody out on, uh, you know, out on the street. But in my head, I was, I was smiling because of the fact that it's so funny how he said that it doesn't work because I know so many different examples of individuals who run brick and mortar businesses, many of whom have been my clients in the past. And they, we've been able to make Facebook work perfectly fine for them. It's not that Facebook didn't work, it's that the entrepreneur didn't work, right? And that's one of the statements that I oftentimes say to my clients today is that a lot of times when you're starting out launching a business, whether that be a coaching business or any sort of business, um, obviously a lot of our clients are coaches, consultants, trainers, you know, people who are running online education or consulting businesses, but everybody kind of starts off with this level of doubt, especially when you're trying to sell your advice or your service online a lot of that depends on your conviction and your belief in yourself versus if you're trying to sell a physical product oftentimes that's a little bit of a different game obviously you know there's margins and cost of goods and those kinds of things uh, however the easy part about those things is that the person can understand what it is that they get 
when they give you money because it's a physical, tangible object that they get in exchange for the money that they provide you. But in the course of certain, in when paying for services, consulting, education, advice, you know, that area, it's a lot harder for people to understand, okay, what do I actually get when I give you money? And so as a result, it requires for the business owner, as the entrepreneur, to have more conviction and a more a higher level of mastery of what it is that they deliver in exchange for value. And so when you're starting off that process and you're really kind of going into the process of saying, okay, I'm gonna go out and offer to the marketplace, it's not that will the business idea work? Because if you've done, you know, if, if you've done any of our own worksheets, right, I have something called a 4P framework, identifying your person, problem, paradise, and process. Um, if you've done any level of due diligence, there's a high probability that your business is going to work. But there is not a high probability as to whether or not you are going to work. Because the truth is that most businesses, having done the due diligence um, and you have you know the proper coach and all the, the education, it's gonna work. But are you willing to put in the time and the effort in order to make it work? And I think that a lot of people, not only in business but in life in general, underestimate the amount of volume, effort, and consistency that it takes in order to actually make something budge and in order to actually get the momentum to keep that thing going. So in the same way that if you're trying to move a car or a train or a truck or whatever, there's this initial hump, this initial momentum, this initial inertia that you need to overcome in order to get to the point where things are actually running. And so when people start out and they try and use Facebook ads or they try and do, you know, cold messenger or they try and, you know, publish podcast episodes and videos and things on social on social platforms, a lot of times even my own clients struggle with this and that's where I'm doing a better job of setting those expectations is because when you're starting out, it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna take effort. It's gonna take consistency. It's gonna take all of the boring work, all of the non-sexy stuff, and that's what it takes in order to get things off the ground. And this is exactly why marketers and people out there are able to capitalize on shiny objects, object syndrome is because what they do is they basically reach out to individuals who are uh, you know, struggling, they're kind of having self-doubt and rather than pushing through that self-doubt, rather than being more consistent and doubling down and pushing through all of that, they're like, okay, what is the shiny object that I can purchase or, you know, that I can follow this new guru that's gonna kind of get me out of this pain? When in reality, business is very simple, it's not easy. So the opposite of simple is complex, right? Which is business is not complicated, but it is not easy. And so it requires that level of consistency in order to make sure that you can actually push through with that. And that's exactly why for our clients at Focus Business Owner, we actually do one-on-one -on -one accountability and customization. So that way we're able to make sure that every client knows exactly what it is that they, they need to do every single day. And then if they are struggling, they have a one-on-one -on -one coach that they can actually speak to. So that way they can get through those mental obstacles and through those self-doubts that all of us, it's completely normal to go through to make sure that you can actually push through with that and not actually pull the ripcord and say, okay, I'm gonna just jump ship and you know do this other business idea. Because that's exactly what ends up happening to many business owners is that when they get to that point in their business, which it's, uh, there's, there's a whole uh, framework around this that I'll probably make another podcast episode about, but it's typically called in, in psychology, it's called the Valley of Despair. Um, Seth, Seth Godin in one of his books calls it the dip. It's basically the point in any uh, endeavor where you feel like you've just totally lost all hope, right? You've learned enough about it that you're like, okay, 
I think uh, this is too difficult for me to do. And so it's very easy for people to then uh, kind of daydream and see like, oh, there's this new idea, I think this is gonna work. When in reality, the reason why they have that level of daydream, the reason why they are so uh, overly optimistic about this new opportunity is because of the fact that they don't know all of the nuances and all of the difficulties that are gonna happen. And so that's what happens is that they continuously business hop, they continuously uh, you know, go from one guru to another guru is because of the fact that they see something, you know, the grass is greener on the other side and they say, oh, things are gonna be better there. And then when they get there, they learn like, oh snap, it wasn't as rosy as I thought it was. Okay, let me look for the next green pasture. When in reality, the grass is gonna be greener where you water it. And so if you push through, if you stick with the consistency that is required in order to actually not only get your business off the ground, but grow your business, stick to doing all of the boring work, stick to doing the consistent work, stick to actually pushing through, that is how you are gonna build for yourself a strategic advantage in business. Because the good news is, is that all of your competitors, all of the other people who are in the marketplace are also struggling with that same self-doubt, with that same uh, difficulty. And so if you're able to double down and push through with that, even though it's not, remember, it's not complicated, it's just difficult, it's not easy. And so if you can push through with that, then you're gonna start to build yourself a moat in your business, kind of like a you know an alligator moat like castles have around them. And so it's gonna be even more difficult for other people to approach you, your competitors to overtake you in the marketplace. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today was specifically regarding the amount of effort and volume it takes in order to actually make your lead gen work. And this is specifically you know towards lead gen because uh, as you're, if you're trying out Facebook ads, you spending $100 or $200 or even $1,000 on Facebook ads, yes, you might get a little bit of traction, but it's a matter of you being able to spend more consistently that's gonna actually build, uh, give you the compounding fruits of time. And this is a something that I call, you're gonna hear it a lot in different podcast episodes, I call it the compounding fruits of time, which is basically where you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you start to develop a feedback loop, and then you start getting some of those compounding rewards. And so that's what I wanna to talk, to talk to you guys about today. I hope you guys found value in this. And so I will catch you guys on the next one. This is your guy, Yasin, checking out. Catch you guys on the next one. Take it easy, guys.